Hello. It has been a very long time since I've done anything remotely podcast related, but I'm back for this one recording and then maybe we'll see what else happens down the road or whatever topics I come up with or anything like that. My name is Amanda. If you guys don't know, I'm the host of the Joyful Connection podcast. That is this podcast. And today we are going to be talking about some rather straining subjects, I will say. I've noticed a few things going on on Twitter that I'm like, this feels very hard and emotional and very one-sided and... You know, it just feels really important that some of these things or these topics are talked about from a middle angle versus just like one side, full pressure, and all that stuff. So the topics that we are basically saying is control is an illusion, conflicts are human, and safety is perceived. And these are all reflections that I've gotten over the last, I think, two weeks. It feels like it's been two weeks. It honestly could have been, God, I don't know how long, just, you know, long enough that it's been so long. But yeah, those are the topics. And I've written two posts on my website already. I think that's in, it's either in the show notes or on the anchor page. Um, If it's not, then I can add it in later, of course. But yeah, I wrote two posts on like at least the first two. So control is an illusion and conflicts are human. And then safety is perceived. I will probably very likely also will be writing something with that and all of that good juiciness. But yeah, like all of this stuff that was going on on Twitter, I was like, that is so one-sided. Like, it's so one-sided to be like, oh, I don't want to go to this place because like their rules are not safe. But it's only because like your, the safety within yourself is not being, I don't know, projected or promoted or any of that instead of the organization the organization itself is probably just thinking we want the opportunity for everyone to come and not just you know one kind of person which is great in some sort of long-term thought process you know without going too too into what the organization is or who the people i'm talking about are Because they don't know that this podcast exists. At least I hope not. Um, I'm actually going to read verbatim what I wrote for the first two. Because those ones I just felt were so completely and utterly true. And I also had like a friend on the internet being like, I feel this, I get this, I completely understand. 
So I am going to read it verbatim, what I wrote. The first one is called The Illusion of Control. And this is what I wrote. Control is such a funny thing. It is something that has been ingrained in us since childhood as something that we should desire or strive for. But outside of that, we actually have no control, especially over outcomes, how people will react, and the thought processes of large organizations, which also has nothing to do with us as individuals. The only thing that we truly have control over is how we react and what we think. We will still have emotions that will definitely be triggered by different events, especially if we are fearful of our environment or an environment that we wish to attend. However, if we are able to recognize that those emotions are primarily ours, even if others have similar views, then we will be able to discern better the views of others that are different to our own. We are all individuals with collective thinking, but individuals with collective thinking only on one side of the coin can only go so far without the other. As above, so below. And we need both sides if we are able to grow and develop as a species, just like how we are all both feminine and masculine. Something to continue to ponder for sure. And that was the first one. So that one I added so much depth to. That one, I was just like, I'm going to hammer this out and I'm going to write it all down as I deem and all that stuff. There's a cat on me right now. I just want you guys to know. The cat was like, meow, meow, meow. And now he's here saying hello. He is black. He is fluffy. He's very friendly. If you, you probably would have seen pictures of him on Twitter or on Instagram. Very highly like that because I do take lots of pictures of this cat for sure. And then we move on to Conflictions Are Human. I have this scheduled to go out tomorrow, August 10th. Um, this is this podcast will not be live at that point, but the post will be out by the time that this podcast goes up. So you guys are more than free and able to do that in the general form of things. Sam, that's a microphone. Conflicts, conflictions are human. So I didn't just write conflicts. I wrote conflictions. This one's relatively short because I needed it to be, because conflicts in themselves are very simple, but they can make you feel all sorts of emotions if you are not looking at it directly as it is, as a conflict. Also something that you cannot control. You can learn that Learn to let the conflicts not be as important in your world, but 
the conflicts still may exist, but like in a completely different plane. They are human. They are a part of us as human beings and as our human creations and all that stuff. So this is what I wrote. You can love a game and still dislike the creator. You can love the food that you get at a restaurant and still dislike the service. The only true difference between everything here is discernment. Then I wrote the definition of discernment. The quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure. There is no judgment. There is no strife. There is no one against the other. There is only awareness that the conflicts we feel within us are 100% human. Yes, we can discuss everything as it is and promote our thoughts and feelings with force. But without the awareness that these conflicts are real and true, then every discussion will only be one-sided. And I say that as a very, like, very true statement is people who are so into their ideals and their beliefs of like, this is how it is, nothing else matters, no one else's thoughts matter, only my thought matters. And that's such a one-sided discussion. And it's so, like that kind of discussion is so toxic because only one person is saying all of their thoughts not everybody else at the table, which when you invite people to the table, you have to allow them to say what's on their minds and what's on their hearts without judgment. It's so important. Yeah. And every time I look at these things on Twitter, I'm like, yes, it is giving me the most inspiration I've ever had when I'm writing things down. But it like hurts to read all of these things and then to feel like that person is against you, even though they really aren't. They're just against a very large population of people. And you know, like, even if, and you also know that if you say something to them, that what you say, will not get through to them. You'll just keep hitting a brick wall and the information might like sit for a little while, but eventually it'll disappear and that person will just not hear you at all. This is coming from experience too. So for me to read all of this stuff on Twitter and be like, but that's one-sided and you're blocking a lot of people by doing that and I understand that it's for this reason but what if you still like the game and still don't like the person you know I can just imagine a lot of people just like secretly playing games or reading books or watching movies and tv shows but just like not saying who 
that is, or like, I guess in a different context, using different tags and different things to be like, right, I didn't do that. I didn't do X, Y, Z. There's just going to be a lot of hiding. And I understand that there's a lot that's going on in people's heads when a lot of this stuff happens, right? But without true discernment of all of this and without the inability to see all sides of the coin, then you're really hurting a large population or a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And that hurts my heart. And I know that's not mine. Damn you, reflector. Damn you. (laughs) Why do you have to be a part of me? But then there's also like, I really do love being a reflector. Like I, when I was younger, man, did I get away with so much stuff. Not necessarily now. I do get called out a lot more because people do see the mirror and do understand that I am human and not just an object, which is nice. But yeah. Conflictions are human. Oh yeah, this is the last paragraph of the writing that's going to be coming out here soon. Conflictions are human. Discernment and open listening are required. Required. Absolutely zero judgment from everyone is needed. And from there, solutions are possible. And then, of course, I have to write this last thing. Remember, you can still love something and hate the creator. That is the joy of conflict. Like, there's just, like, so much going on, and, like, all of these people that I see that are doing this, it just seems like they're just going to keep driving a stake in between two different sides, and it's just going to keep getting wider and wider and wider until someone from each side shakes hands with the other, and then whatever else happens kind of implodes and everybody's all mixed with everybody again and they're forced to get to know each other to like each other to work with each other to work through all of their traumas and their past conflicts and all of this other stuff that are not normally dealt with in a healthy manner in a healthy manner And then once all of that happens, then the world will start to rebuild properly from the ground up. And when I say from the ground up, I mean from the immediate relationships and then your children and then the, and then the education system and then the healthcare system and all of those other systems that are all a part of this two-sided wedge in between two groups kind of thing. Certainly feels like it's going to implode soon, though, doesn't it? 
It was kind of there. This was an unexpected add-on to this podcast, I will say. But true. Safety truly is perceived. No one person is truly safe within their own environment or with an environment that they choose to go to. You can have safety within yourself, within your own body, but without risk, without fear or some fear, um, without... Yeah, without risk, you're not going to be able to live a life that you truly want, right? And I'm also telling this to myself, but without that true risk, without that stuff, that you will not be able to work on the things that you really want to or do the things that you really want to because you're so scared of X, Y, Z. And yeah, there are so many things that I'm afraid of, but I'm also really working hard at them right now. And it's, for me, it's a slow process because integrating everything from from the beginning and letting things go and then adding more light and then letting things go is a continuous process to change my mindsets, to change my thought processes, to change my beliefs, to match how I feel on the inside always, or how I want my insides to feel like continuously forever, which is primarily a joy feeling, which is why this is called joyful connection. And it's also my like my main goal in life to be a joy person and to promote joy as the most human thing possible because it's relatable that way. But yeah, safety truly is perceived. I do have a story actually. When I was attempting to do modeling. I was talking to, nobody knows this story. I was talking to a a lady who was working at the agency that I was kind of sort of talking to, we'll say. And I was like, oh yeah, I travel on planes by myself, yada, yada, yada. And then I meet up with like groups sometimes and all that stuff. And then she basically goes, oh wow, that's really brave of you. And I've like it's not it's not a brave thing for me to do because it's something that I've done continuously over the years but for her because she was a little bit scared of that and she was fearful of traveling in general then there was this like whole like different safety thing there right and it's so fascinating talking like that and seeing how different people view their own lives and all of that stuff. And like, there's so many juicy nuggets there. But as long as those people are open and honest and use discernment and have like this like feeling of, you know, like 
comfy, cozy, sitting on a couch, drinking hot chocolate or coffee while it rains out kind of cozy conversations that you don't really get anywhere else. And you know it's comfortable because they're allowing you to speak and you're allowing them to speak and you're both listening to each other in the most natural and calm ways and you are noticing your triggers and you are letting those triggers be and go and all of that stuff. So, yeah. What a wild, wild thought process. That is for sure. I am going to say again what the three lines were, and then we will end the podcast for this episode. Control is an illusion. Conflicts are human, and safety is perceived. Thank you guys so much for listening to this itty bitty short podcast. You can find me on the internet at on Instagram at I am joyful Amanda. If you want to find me on Twitter, then you can find me at Amanda Durs93. And of course, there's my website. It'll all be in the show notes. Hopefully you remember to do that. But yes, again, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you again in the next one. All right. Bye, everyone. Mm -hmm.